Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show for this Monday, March 2nd. We've put the 38th combine for me to bed. Actually, it's been a couple more than that. I This was the 38th uh, that we've started uh, since the Tampa, Phoenix, T- New Orleans twice, Indianapolis, a couple of combines prior to that. But 38th we've put to bed and uh, got a lot of work done. We're going to basically get to a lot of information that took place. Of course, um, too much details about workout information to go over and over and over again. We'll hit on some highlights, but what we're going to do on this show, and you're going to get all of that on LandryFootball.com, all of the workout information, the breakdowns, the analysis, we're going to get to that. And uh, certainly just to give you an idea of what's coming up here on LandryFootball.com and why you want to become a member if you haven't already is we've got all the news and notes of everything that went on at the Combine and all the pro days. Um, But we also uh, have got the free agent boards, and we're working through that, going to finish up the uh, defense this week. We're also going to get uh, breakdowns each team. March 15th is the start of free agency, and so we are ready to go uh, and get you ready to go for all of that with all the – Scouting reports, free agent boards, we've got it all for you. And then, of course, we'll be breaking out once that goes into play and keeping you update on free agency simultaneously. Going to be getting to the draft board. So we do one board. You know, I evaluate players all year long. Spent time at the East-West and Senior Bowls. Time at the Combine. So we'll be putting up the one and only draft board the way a draft board truly looks not like these boards that you see on the internet truly what a board looks like what they mean what does the grades mean where are the cutoff points at each position where guys fit don't fit scouting reports on the players got it all for you so if you have not joined landryfootball.com we'd advise you to do so now it's never a bad time but can't think of a better time to join us at this stage as we get into the heart of the draft season, uh, as that'll be here before you know it. It's uh, We've got the entire month of March, the entire month of April uh, to get through, and then at the end of April we'll have the draft, and uh, it'll be closer and closer towards another football season. But it's such a critical time of year, the personnel time of year, free agency, the draft, a lot of news, a lot of excitement, a lot of information, a lot of evaluations, and we've got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the discount today. If you want to try it out for a month, three months, you can do that as well. Whatever is your pleasure. Um, We are bringing you this pro football podcast each and every weekday, Monday through Friday. News and notes, analysis, what's going on. Uh, It may be as long or as short as it needs to be, depending upon the information. Um, We're going to be here for you and provide that so you make want to make sure that you sign up for Landry Football's conference call. That's the best way. That'll get you this podcast. It'll also get you the college podcasts that drop every day. So you want to take advantage of it. Uh, and we are so thankful to have as our sponsor, our title sponsor, sponsor, the great folks at 401k Generation, Eddie Rojas, and his team of professionals uh, that you can find at license in all 50 states. 
Maybe you're a little bit frustrated, a little bit nervous about the market over the past week uh, or so with the coronavirus and what have you. They can help you get through some of that, understand it better, maybe answer some questions that you might have about your finances, your money management, your investments. Give them a call or a text today. They're licensed in all 50 states. 1-866-998-5879. All right, so uh, nothing new on the new CBA. It looks like the salary cap's going to be at about $200 million. That's about $12 million more than last year's cap. That's a guesstimate, remember, as the forensic accountants go through um, they go through everything, and that's the projections, at least at this point. Um, the new league year is scheduled to get on track on March 18th, uh, and so we're going to see. It looks like the players will likely ratify the new CBA this coming week or at least within the next couple of weeks prior to that March 18th deadline. We shall see. Uh, but it looks like um, they're – the players are getting all the information that they need and looks like they're leaning towards accepting the deal. So we shall see how that plays out. Uh, and we'll keep you posted over on LandryFootball.com on all the latest. You can follow me on Twitter at LandryFootball as well. Um, just so much to get to. Some workouts that are intriguing that were, were impressive. But here's what I would say as an overview. It was a great week at the Combine. A lot of good stuff um, accomplished in terms of interviews. The medicals are still in the process of being evaluated, but a lot of good work done there. Workouts were good. Constantly amazed, as, as I said, this is 38 years of doing this at the Combine, that guys are bigger and are doing things that players – 60 pounds lighter shouldn't be doing. It's incredible. From um, Makai Becton from Louisville to Isaiah Simmons and a 439 40-yard dash. Becton at 356. 5-1. Simmons, 439. Are you kidding me? At 238 pounds, 6-4. You know, how does the top of the draft look? Look, the the top of the draft is not going to be about what happened at the combine, but it's certainly the next step. It's certainly the likelihood is that we're going to see the quarterbacks go high. We'll see three go high. You'll see Herbert go high. Chase Young, I would absolutely take Derrick Brown if I were the Lions at three or the Giants at four. Uh, I would certainly – would look at Mekhi Becton, but I would look at certainly Isaiah Simmons. Those are a lot of guys with quarterbacks. I would say this, that Chase Young, Derek Brown, Isaiah Simmons are all top five players in this draft. And I'd put Javon Kinlaw in that group too. The quarterbacks are going to prevent – I mean, three of those guys go in the top five and at the quarterback position – are going to prevent them from all going there. So there's great value there. Um, but there's also a lot of news that's going on, free agent news, decisions that are being made. Uh, 
So let's get to that. And again, the scouting combine notes, you can get um, a couple of things you can get. If you want to listen to some of it, you can go and listen to the college shows. We're going to break them down by conference because there's just too many to go over everywhere, everywhere. But in the south or the southeast, ACC, you can follow that all week. You can go to LandryFootball.com. We've got all the details on it. But a couple of news that have come out. Um, the Browns are interested in bringing back free agent wide receiver Rashad Higgins at the right price. Um, stars kind of aligned for Higgins to open the year as Cleveland's second perimeter option over Antonio Callaway, who ended up getting suspended in 19. But those plans were halted with a knee injury. So we'll see um, how this plays out. Uh, from what I can tell, impending free agent right tackle Jack Conklin is not expected to sign with the Jets. Conklin um, has been uh, rumored to be with the Jets for a while. It doesn't look like that is going to take place. The Browns have also been linked with him. The Bengals are planning to put the franchise tag on A.J. Green if they can't get a long-term deal done with him. Don't expect him to leave the business. Um Going back to the Jets, the reason why I think Conklin's been Conklin's been linked is because they need starters at both tackle spots, and Beecham and Shell are free agents, so they that makes sense. Just don't know that it's going to happen for them. Um, the Raiders are going to make a run at Byron Jones of the Cowboys. Um, they have cap space to make a run. Um, and they're wanting a big corner that can play inside and come downhill. Um, speaking of tackle help, the Rams have their right tackle, Rob Havenstein, as a trade candidate. He signed an extension ahead of the 18 season. He ended up being a healthy scratch down the stretch. Um, they moved forward with Bobby Evans at right tackle, and Havenstein made nine starts last year, graded out uh, among the top um, 70 tackles, not great, but solid. Turns 28 in May, does Havenstein. So it's somebody that <clears throat> they're potentially looking to move. The Dolphins are in talks to extend restricted free agent Vince Beagle. Rarely used backup in the first two years. He made 10 starts after a preseason trade to Miami. Um, it would cost too much under the high tender, so it makes sense to sign him to the short-term extension. 26-year-old will likely uh, return to a reduced role next year. Free agent linebacker Blake Martinez targeting upwards of $10 million a year, they tell me. Would put him in the top 10 middle linebacker salaries. It's in line with the market value. Uh, Green Bay wants to pay him closer to $8 million, so we'll see how this plays out. He's a tackling machine for the Packers, playing 99% of their snaps the last two years. So, they, the Packers have been linked to Joe Schobert as a replacement for Martinez if they're not able to get a deal done with him. Andy Dalton is a guy that's not been talked about a whole lot in this quarterback market. But the Bears have an interest. The Colts have an interest. Um, I think the Patriots should have an interest, all depending upon what happens with the quarterback situation. Phillip Rivers, of course, has been linked to the Colts. We know that the Patriots, I still think, are going to bring back Tom Brady, but we don't know. That's a backup option. And I think the Bears are definitely interested to kind of bring into the mix. Now, Andy Dalton is basically they're going to allow him to have somewhat of a say and certainly competing 
I think you would love the Colts situation. I think you would love the Patriots situation uh, where you've got a chance to come in and start. Um, but I think he feels like he would have a chance to maybe compete and win the, the job in Chicago, and it would bring some – look, if you're able to to make a move for him and he gives you insurance or saves you from a disaster if Trubisky continues to go in the tank, then maybe it's something I think the Bears would consider. The Jets remain high on Chris Herndon. Uh, they tell me they really like him a lot. Um, played 18 snaps in his Week 10 debut before injuring his ribs and going on a season-ending IR, but he's 24. Um, Good-looking player, though, that they really like. The Redskins are one of many teams that appear interested in free agent corner James Bradbury. He's likely going to get a lot of attention. Um... He's obviously been somebody that's been very successful. He's got length 6'1", 212. Um, obviously, got a connection in that division. He's gone up against Julio Jones and Mike Evans and Michael Thomas, and really good player and would be certainly tied to Ron Rivera this time in Carolina. There hasn't been any movement on a new deal for Malcolm Jenkins in Philly. Uh, he's threatened to hold out at his current 76 million base deal. He wants $14 million annually. Don't see the Eagles going that high, so they may look to add some guarantees in an extra year or two to keep him around. Um, for their left tackle in Philadelphia, Jason Peters, he could be selling on a one-year $6 million contract that likely would include some incentives. So they're looking at that as an option. Um, he came on late in 19. He missed 12 games. Um, with Andre Dillard not showing much as a rookie, they they may want to bring Peters back for another year and kind of bridge that a little bit. Doesn't look like the Chiefs are going to pick up the option on Cam Irving. Made eight spot starts when Eric Fisher went down last year at left tackle. Chiefs saved $3.5 million from declining his option, but are out to eat $1.4 million in dead money. Um, I think that Cam is a good swing player, veteran swing player. It's not worth a great deal on the market, but has some value. Um, you know, it's interesting that there either is something to it or they're trying to really blow smoke to make people believe it. But the Redskins not only visited with Tua Tungavaloa and Joe Burrow at the Combine, but there's every reason to believe that they have an interest in Phillip Rivers, at least want to talk to him. I don't see that as a fit. They've got a young quarterback, but you think about it. If they could get him on a two-year deal, and if they prefer to bring Dwayne Haskins along slowly in a rebuild mode, could be what they're thinking. I don't know that's the best spot for Phillip Rivers, but we shall see. They are hopeful in Washington that they can at least get something in terms of trade value for Trent Williams. They're hoping for a first-round pick. They've asked uh, – Williams has asked to be extended or traded. So we'll see. Um, he's one of the best pass protectors. Been twice suspended. He's 31 years old. So I'm curious to see uh, they extend him, they trade him, how this might play out. The Texans 
Look, there's a lot of criticism of Laramie Tunsil in the playoffs and whatnot. The guy's played pretty well. He's owed $10.35 million in the final year of his contract. I think they're looking to try to get an extension after trading two first-round picks for him last year. they got to lock him up long-term. He's got a lot of ability. He's a top-five pass blocker this past year. Um, you know, I think he's going to probably get a deal in the $19, $20 million a year range, and I think they'll they'll probably look to extend to Sean Watson and Zach Cunningham as well. You know, talking going back to Bradbury again, you know, the, the target number he's looking at is about $15 million, um, annually. You know, something like $5 million, $76.5 million, with about $45 million guaranteed. You know, that's about what Javian Howard got from Miami last year. Now, I should mention that the Panthers haven't ruled out tagging him, but we'll see. Um, he, Byron Jones, we talked about. You know, Byron Jones is likely going to hit free agency. The focus is Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, and I think Byron Jones is is unlikely. to. There are limits to what the Cowboys can do. Um, Kenyon Drake, free agent running back, did such a good job with the Cardinals. Are they going to be able to sign him? Seeking eight to ten million dollars annually, that's top five money. He's never shown more than the flashes other than the eight game stretch. So what are you willing to pay him? I mean, that's interesting to see. He's gonna want a longer term deal. Uh, I think that you gotta let this play out a little bit. You gotta see what the market's gonna bear. Um look, I, I don't know that you're gonna hit your wagon yet to him and say that he's gonna be great for length of a season for the next three or four years. I think you got to stop short of, of just biting on that just yet. The Bucks look like they're going to bite on using the franchise tag on Shaq Barrett, not Jameis Winston. So um, they can manage some of the risk by making Barrett repeat the 19 success. He cost $16 million if he's franchised, but, uh, you know, we'll see um, what they do at the quarterback position. You know, the, the Bucks are are realizing – they're they're not in the Phillip Rivers sweepstakes. There's really no quarterback option. I mean, Tannehill's not likely going to come free. There's all the talk about the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks. There's there's really not a lot of options there at the quarterback position. I mean, if you think about it, there's truly not. Tom Brady's not going there. Uh, Drew Brees is staying with the Saints. I mean, Dak Prescott's not leaving Dallas. Tannehill's not leaving Tennessee. Rivers is not going to Tampa. I mean, are you going to bring Ted, Teddy Bridgewater and paying him a ton, ton of money in, in Tampa? That's not really what um, Bruce Arians likes. I mean, the next guy is Jameis Winston. I think it's Jameis Winston. I mean, I think Tannehill's is somebody they have an interest in that's probably not going to come free. Uh, but that's going to be interesting to see. And, and what they're able to get done because – if they, they're going to have to sign him, can they get him on a two-year deal? It's interesting. Boy, you want to know why quarterbacks are so important, huh? Look at Tampa. They're looking at having to put a, a lot of money into a quarterback that threw over 30 interceptions. Yet, what are the other options? You don't think... Having a quarterback is important 
Forget looking at what it means to a team like Kansas City to get a great one. Look at what it means for teams that don't have one and how they're they're completely handcuffed and unable to maneuver without one. And the, and if they just have someone that maybe sometimes can play okay, that may be the best option you got. Be interesting to see how that plays out. Don't know what's going to happen with Jason Winton. I think there's some interest in bringing him back, but not certainly not a priority. Uh, Brian Balaga, the free agent right tackle, has not had any contract talks with the Packers since the end of the season. Um, maybe the Packers let him hit the open market. He stayed healthy for all 16 games, rebounded uh, in 19. There's not much of an interest in long-term deal. He's 30 years old. Again, that would be somebody would be worth some money for a team like the Jets looking for a guy, but I think they're looking for a little younger there. Uh, speaking of Jameis Winston, he did hit off-season surgery for a torn meniscus. So, um, so uh, let's see. The Colts are the most likely landing spot for free agent safety, Eric Berry. The veteran safety is expected to return in 2020 after sitting out all of last season with injuries. Received offers in 19, wanted to make sure he was healthy enough to play before rushing back. Now comfortable with his playing levels, looking to make a comeback. Uh, certainly you got Justin Houston there. You got the background, obviously. With the general manager that uh, Chris Ballard is familiar there with him. Um, the Falcons are not bringing back. Kamal uh, Ismail. Uh, the Packers are scheduled to meet with Aaron Jones' agent to begin discussions on a new year, new deal. He's currently set to make $2.19 million on the final year of his contract. Um, they're trying to get ahead of this. He's 26 years old, good-looking player. You know, this is this is we just talked about with Kenyon Drake. Get a little bit more of a sample size that maybe Aaron Jones is the guy in Green Bay. In New England, Mohamed Sanu's got an ankle injury that requires surgery. Um, did make a mention that a couple of folks are really prepared to make a run at the tight end, Austin Hooper, with the, with the Falcons. The Packers been linked to him. The Bears have been linked to him, 25 years old. Got Jimmy Graham on the roster. Um a weapon to go along with Devontae Adams. Um, you know, the Falcons would certainly like to have him back, need him back, but I think they can let the market uh, set it a little bit. The Bears saw Trey Burton and Adam Shaheen sit out, combined 15 games due to injuries. So um, I know Ryan Pace, Bears general manager, like Cooper coming out of Stanford. They drafted, that's the year they drafted Jonathan Bullard. So we'll see. Um a lot of talk about Tom Brady and where he could go. Um, Raiders and Chargers have been a little bit more, not so much with the Colts, but that's certainly out there to some degree. Uh, and the Rams, spoken to free agent tight end uh, Jordan Reed. Um, obviously very familiar with John McVay and the Redskins today. It's all about health with Jordan Reed. Tyler Higby coming off. Gerald 
Everett, I don't know that it would be a fit, but the, the whole injury situation. Some thoughts around the draft, uh, some notes. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the workouts that were overly impressive. Tristan Wirfs I like a lot. The tackle from Iowa, um, four eight five. I think 36-and-a-half-inch vertical, 10-1, broad jumps, outstanding. A.J. Apeneza, his teammate, defensive end, people are criticizing his speed. But, boy, he's got plays with length and strength and some explosion. I think very underrated. A um, couple of running backs I like. I mean, I, I like DeAndre Swift a lot. I like Clyde Edwards-Alaire's versatility. I do think he runs a lot like Mark Ingram, built like Maurice Jones-Drew. Zach Moss is outstanding. Workhorse back, health with him. Jonathan Taylor is the closest thing you'd have to a Derrick Henry type of back. Uh, Those are some, you know, uh, quarterbacks. I thought Justin Herbert helped himself a lot. I'd be very surprised if he didn't end up – if he went past six, the Chargers. I think they'd have to consider it. Uh, talk a little about running backs. Receivers are just outstanding. Uh, again, um, you know, a guy that uh, – it seems like it's been a week ago because Thursday night we had the receiver workouts. But Chase Claypool of Notre Dame, you know, people around the league ask me well, – what do, you, what do you do with him? I mean, he's you know he's he's six four two thirty eight and ran four four two. He's built like Calvin Johnson. You know, he's a forty and a half inch vertical jump. He can play X receiver, but if you want to play him as a detached Y, he's a mismatch either way. Really good looking player. Really good looking player. Justin Jefferson. Four four four. Unbelievable. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones had a really good performance. Henry Ruggs can run. You know, Jordan Love. People have asked me about Jordan Love. Jordan Love is going in the first round, folks. He's going to go in the top 15, 18 picks. He's the second-round talent that's going to go in the first round because he's got some ability to throw the football off different platforms, different arm angles, and his production – while not good, it can be explained to some degree. It's not about the production. It's about how he transitions to the next level. And he transitions well. Um, the LaVisca Chenault's health put boys a big guy that can run. Um, receiver class is ridiculously good. Talked about the running backs. Tight ends. It's a solid group. Like some of the offensive linemen, um, Mackay Becton, it's really good. Tristan Wirfs, really good. Austin Jackson's got ability. I'd plug and play Andrew Thomas. Cesar Ruiz is an outstanding, instinctive interior offensive lineman. Jedrick Wills, really good. Uh, and even guys like Ezra Cleveland, um, got some ability um no it's a good group defensive line well gosh i 
What do you say on the defensive front? Uh, you know how I like Derek Brown. You know how I like Javon Kinlaw. You know um, how I like Ross Blaylock, Nevin Gallimore of TCU in Oklahoma. Uh, but, I mean, Devon Hamilton is really good. Defensive end, Jabari Zaniga, A.J. Uh, Epineza, uh, Trevon Hill from Miami is an edge rusher. Um, you know, to me, linebacker Isaiah Simmons. The secondary's got outstanding guys, just loaded with guys that can run. So it's a good group. Uh, we're going to, again, we've got it all on LandryFootball.com for you, breakdowns. And as we're going to put the boards together and the scouting reports, you're going to really have the best feel you've ever had for the draft and understanding how players fit, don't fit, and where the draft boards, the breakoff points are. That's the real key to understand all of that. I want to remind you again, though, to check out LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the discount that we have. Um, it's less than $5 a month if you sign up for the year membership. If you want to try it out for three months or a month, welcome to do so. We've got those options for you. So check it out. Uh, it's like having your own scouting department uh, at your own disposal for less than $5 a month. Are you kidding me? Um, and sign up for this podcast as well as our college podcast on Landry Football's conference call. And uh, check out our great folks at 401k Generation, will you? They are the experts in financial planning. They can help you understand the market better. They can give you a better feel for things than maybe just listening and reading to people that maybe don't know your situation as well. Get to know them. Get a second opinion. Calm your feels, make sh- fears. Make sure you're on your right track. Uh, 401k Generation is their name. Eddie Rojas is the leader. They're licensed in all 50 states, and their number to call or text is 1-866-998-5879. Again, tell them we sent you, and call or text at one 1- 866-998-5879. Hey, uh, Richard, uh, Kevin, Jacob, you all got really good questions. I haven't forgotten you. It's been a busy week coming back, a lot of stuff to get to. So I want to get through that. Probably get to your questions. I'm sure we'll get to it on tomorrow's show, Tuesday, once we get back settled from the Combine. So appreciate you joining us. And we'll join us again tomorrow for another edition of the Pro Football Show, as well as check out our college show. It'll be ACC Football and Beyond on Tuesday. So appreciate you joining us. Talk to you again tomorrow, everybody. (laughs) 